Beers with Daves. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Beers with Daves. I'm Dave. And I'm the other Dave. And this is our latest video. If you enjoy videos like this, please subscribe. I don't know where you subscribe. I think it's down here. It would be on Dave's side down there. Yeah, subscribe on my side. Yes. And then what else can you do? Watch things? Comment. Yeah. We love comments. Yeah, just don't comment to comment, though. Uh, no, you can literally, you could do whatever you want. We have no comments. We so can, don't, don't put for rules. <laughs> you know what I want to be known as? I think I'm Dave. I think I'm the right Dave. I want to be called the right Dave, and you're going to be called the left Dave. I thought you were little Dave. Is that how it works? And I was big Dave. Okay. I think I'm wider than you, though. Okay. So you're... Um, I'm pretty sure we measured it once, too. What are our widths? Our widths. Oh, no. That one. All right. Let's, okay. So, uh, we going to do the start? Dave, do you want a beer? Absolutely, buddy. Okay. Let's see what we got. Oh, oh. Beers with Dave. All right. No, no. That happens at the beginning. All right. What can happen to, in the middle, too? Okay. I'll add in. Schoolhouse Brewery from Windsor, Nova Scotia. You okay. ever been to Windsor? Uh, yeah. Many times. Yeah. So, Ski Martakis. Yeah, I've never skied at Martok, but that's great. Oh, well, you could, and then you could visit this brewery. I don't know if they take people during COVID. So what's this? Let me see yours. Oh, you want to pick, don't you? Yeah, totally. Ah, yeah, you can have that one. Yeah. You like green because it's the color of money? <laughs> no, it's because this one, the hoppiness level is a two out of five, whereas that one's a three out of five. Oh. All right. Yeah. They're both delicious. So thank you, Schoolhouse Brewery. Yeah, okay, let's crack them up. Okay. Here's my glasses. us up so everybody while uh, dave's getting that we've got some interesting topics these are like pretty clean yeah Did you I, do this i clean them yeah uh we're gonna be talking about a free meal we had today something that actually happened uh, <laughs> this morning that's uh uh honestly i'm ashamed of uh we're gonna talk about apparently my book um so that'll be fun uh, dave you're doing way better this time look at this this is just horrendous we're gonna be talking about things that we have no self-control over we're gonna be talking about things that are passionate to us or you know, just things in general that as adults, yeah, as adults, Whoa. we're embarrassed about. Hey, um, so I'm just looking at the beer meter. My uh, head's bigger than yours. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Uh, I think your, your head got bigger when you wrote a book. Yeah, yeah, it did. But let's go back. Uh, so things we're embarrassed about. And then the last thing we're going to talk about is our podcast setup. So we've been getting a lot of questions. Um, not really from anybody on YouTube because uh, we haven't got any comments. Is it just the voices in your head? Yeah, those are okay, though. Uh, we're just going to go through kind of the pricing setup, what we bought. And hopefully it helps someone else wanting to set up a podcast as well. I want to talk about this beer. Okay, let's talk about the beer. Okay, so there's a beer meter Yeah. And it gives me things that I didn't know. Okay. But apparently this is a almost a two out of five for color. That is a nice color. Yeah, but what does that mean? This only has a one out of five. Yeah, I think I'm assuming that's lightness to darkness. Maybe. Yeah. Or like beautifulness to non-beautifulness. No, but this that means this is not beautiful. Look at it. It's incredible. Yeah, it is incredible. Okay. All right, so what topic? Oh, yeah, the breakfast. So Dave and I, uh, Dave said, hey, uh, I complimented him on his book, and he was like, thanks. You're the first nice person I know. I'm going to buy you breakfast. <laughs> Come really early. So I was like, okay. All right. So we came in. I came in, and nothing was open because of the coronavirus. Yeah. At so, least breakfasts, right? Yeah, breakfast places. Because normally breakfast places, you know, you've got your staples. 
um, like the big, you know, the big, uh, the big chains. Uh, but we typically like. Do you to, wear big chains? Uh, yeah. Okay. And I feel like that should end with I cannot lie, but it's probably not it. Um, so the big chains were open, but no, like mom and pop shops uh, were open. So there's, we like mom and pop shops. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Uh, so we went to this place that we usually go to called Trends. Shout out to Trends. You are, we love you. We love you, Trends. Uh, and I went in and I said, hey, uh, your sign says that you're not open, uh, but I see coffee. Do you guys serve breakfast? And the lady there says, yeah, you can have continental breakfast or a hot breakfast. And I said, well, that's fantastic because I want a hot breakfast. So I pour my coffee and I walk up. She says, you want bacon or sausage? And I said, I want sausage. And then she puts the hash brown. I'm so, in the, I'm so ashamed. It was the hash brown and the uh, sausage egg McMuffin in uh, in a paper bag and hands it to me. And at that point, I realized that like this breakfast was not meant for me. No, it's meant for a guest at the hotel. It's meant for the hotel guest. Uh, and I was like, okay, well, can I like sit down? She's like, yeah, you can sit down. And I was like, all right. So I'm sitting there waiting for Dave with my free breakfast. And I know this breakfast, this breakfast had heat on it. <laughs> oh, no. So then uh, Dave's like, so there's breakfast? And I was like, yeah, there's breakfast. And he's like, yeah? And I was like, yeah, it comes in a bag. And he was like, why does it come in a bag? And I was like, don't worry about it. Just get here. So Dave shows up. And then he's like, where do I go? And I was like, you go talk to her. And he's like, what? Where? And I go, you go talk to her. And he gets handed his bag. And he just comes in. He's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, no. I've never seen Dave eat breakfast so quick. Uh, it was so bad. But what do we do about it? We're, you got to email them. Can we we t- have to pay for our meal. Can we do a clip of this and tag trends in it? <laughs> no, this doesn't give them anything. Why? It'd be different if we had a million subscribers. Yeah, okay? but we have Sarah. <laughs> we have Sarah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but seriously, though, I... Uh, I've never felt the worst <laughs> in my life. And the worst part is probably a $5 breakfast. But I feel like I stole a $5 breakfast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're like, it, yeah. <laughs> the problem is, is we go there a lot. Uh, it's one of the most consistent places we go. And the manager there, I think, would recognize us because I don't know why. We're locals. Uh, and uh, and he saw us today. Yeah. And I think it's very obvious that we weren't guests. I think it was, too. How was the breakfast? Because we got it for free, that was the best damn breakfast I've ever had. Trends, you're a hero. Yeah. We love you, Trends. Cheers to Trends. Yeah, absolutely. All right. What do we do about it? You have to email them. I've already gone over this like four times today. Trends, I might Facebook you. I think that's probably what people do now. Yeah, do something. We have to do something because I regret not drinking that one. Yeah. That one looks really good. Yeah. Hey, can you uh hey you take the helm for a second while I check my phone. Alrighty, sounds good. Okay, so uh Dave wanted to talk about my book. Uh, I don't really know what to say about my own book. So I released a book, the title's uh What's Behavior it? Before Math. Uh, it's a book about uh, personal finance and it's it's Oh, uh, I thought it was like how you what mind space you need to be in before you go to math class. It yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Actually, the subtitle is uh, the first personal finance book you should read. So I'm a little cocky that way because I think it is, and it's. Uh, what's the like a non-personal? Like a, what, what's the opposite of personal? Business, organizational, yeah, governmental, Im- impersonal. First impersonal book you have to read. All right, I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Shout out to trends. <laughs> <laughs> We're dedicating this episode to trends. <laughs> 
They deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unreal. Unreal. Anyway, so yeah, I wrote a book. That's it. Okay, so if anyone um, uh, actually wants... I, one, one thing. Let's, let's just talk about your book. So okay. the, the idea between your book is you wanted to make something that in my... I think what you were trying to do is make an inviting, easy to read, easy to understand kind of entry level thing into finances. Correct. Okay. I think your book is actually broader than that. Because you said it's not meant for people that already have a good handle about finances. Um, I've been in the financial industry for a long time and I learned something. Uh, so I think it's a good book just for finances in general. Okay. It goes on a very broad subject. It was easy to read. It's good. So. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's fun for people to listen to. I have no idea. Okay. Anyway, so where would they find your book, Dave? Uh, they're going to find it primarily on Amazon. Okay. Yeah. So go on Amazon. It's called Behavior Before Math. That's correct. It's got this guy's mug on it. It does. Because he's conceited. A few, uh, yeah, but I got a ton of different drafts done. I think at the end of the cover, we had like 75 or 76 different designs. What draft did they uh, make you take the crown off? Uh, I think that made it to the finals. Okay. Yeah. yeah so he's wearing a crown. Yeah. It's called uh, the King of Finances. Yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't say Cash Flows King. It says Davis King. <laughs> <laughs> Just period. Yeah. So okay. So let's talk about the process. What sure. made you want to write a book? Yeah. So for those who who don't know, I haven't really talked about it. I said I've been in the finance space, but I essentially help people that are struggling with debt. And there's a fundamental um, lack of fundamental basis of finance. I know that's a tongue disturb a sentence, but essentially, you know, everybody knows that, you know, they shouldn't pay high interest. Everybody knows they shouldn't borrow, you know, things that they can't afford to pay back. If if anything, you know, people know that, you know, you got to be able to pay and afford your life, all that type of stuff. But, you know, in practice, that just doesn't happen. All people know that? What about babies? I think No, babies know that. I think babies know that better than anybody. Yeah, I know. Right? I was like, I'll pay with my credit card. And Lincoln was like, no, daddy, no. I mean, my, my, future. my kid's net worth right now is more than mine was uh, uh, like probably 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's because you had a gambling problem when you were like two. <laughs> <laughs> he was just there at the tables. He was like, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. number three. Here's the thing is I won until I didn't. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so there's this fundamental lack, uh, I think, in society. What does that even mean? I won until I didn't. Well, that's how gambling works. Okay. Or you lose and you keep losing. So, so, in, so, like, you were so confident in yourself in the scenario where you were a baby gambling, you were still winning? <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about confidence sometimes because okay. I think that would be a really interesting conversation. Okay. We'll, we'll, if we have time today, we'll talk, touch on it. Okay. Uh, anyway, so there's this fundamental lack of, of basics of finance. Uh, you know, like how do you actually make a budget? You know, everybody talks about a budget and everybody talks, oh, you, you know, you list your, your income and your expenses and that's it. But how do you even get to that point, right? How do you decide what you want to spend your money on? How do you know, you know, this whole needs versus wants? How, how do you actually navigate that process, right? So break down some pretty easy to implement steps and uh, go from there. Yeah. So what do you find was the hardest thing about kind of getting motivated? To write it? Yeah. Writing it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you wrote in kind of a fragmented way. If I it's like a year and a half, yeah. But you wrote in, the, you, you kind of hopped around different chapters? or Yeah, so tips for writing, although you shouldn't take my advice because it took me forever to write the book, yeah. but uh, essentially outlined what I, I think and I thought the the ideas and the concepts uh, were. Uh, I then outlined what order I thought they should be taught in, 
And I basically just started filling in the blanks. So I'd go on these binges where for, you know, a week I'd write, you know, every single night and then just not touch it for three, four months. And then COVID happened and I had more time in the world. So I finished it. Would you do it again? Yeah, totally. So my goal is if uh, this book sells 500 copies, I'll write the next one. You can have a chapter in it. Would it be about finances or can I just do it about anything? It's got to be about Beers with Dave's. Okay. Uh, I could say uh, Beers with Dave's is uh, probably... It's uh, a family. It's a family institution. Yeah. Yeah. So like, how, how would you describe us as a family? We're a couple? Are we brothers? Uncles? We're lovers, right? I think, I think the politically correct term now is partners. Okay. Yeah, and it's also vague enough that it could be business partners, we could be partner partners, we could, you know, be all types of different partners. Well, I'm getting excited for after this video, everybody. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So I, when I was young, I tried to, uh, I tried multiple times to write a book. Yeah. I'm going to say three times. Okay. I never got past the first chapter. Sure. One book, it was literally me as a cowboy. Also, I was so, uh, I put myself as the main character every time. Okay. Which is probably like. We'll talk about confidence later. Not, <laughs> we'll talk about good. confidence later. But one time I remember I was going to talk about, like, it was just like the day-to-day life of like a teenager. And uh, as I was writing about me brushing my teeth, I was like, man, this is boring. So uh, I, I have a similar story. I've tried to write a bunch of fantasy books because uh, I used to read a ton of fantasy books like The Wheel of Time. If anybody hasn't read The Wheel of Time, you really should if you're into fantasy books. But anyway, uh, and I remember starting to write a book. I got to like 80 pages of this book. Um, but then I realized after 80 pages, there was nothing else. There's no ending? No. Was Is that why you made me dress up in that centaur costume? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just trying to relive my thought process when I was younger <laughs> just to try to jog my memory. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually have a picture of me. Is a centaur with a horse, uh, two legs or a four? What's four. a minotaur versus centaur? A minotaur is a human with a, bull. Okay. So I have a picture. Uh, <laughs> have you ever, we got to stop this. Have you ever seen the movie Your Highness? Yeah. I think so. I know what movie you're talking about, Danny the, McBride. Yeah, right? So main character, I think it's Danny McBride. I don't know actors and actresses. I just know them as, as their face. Anyway, main actor, he goes and he finds the unicorn sword and uh, <laughs> he goes and he kills the minotaur that's protecting the unicorn sword. And uh, <laughs> he's trying to cut off the uh, the horns of a minotaur and uh, the, uh, Kira, not Kira Knightley, what's the one that plays? Um, Padme? Yeah, Padme, what's her name? Uh, uh, Natalie Portman? Yeah, Natalie Portman's like, you fool, you can't cut the horn of a minotaur. <laughs> and then the next scene cuts where Buddy's got, you know, the minotaur's dick on his, <laughs> on his necklace. <laughs> oh, man, that movie uh, does it for me in every single way, and it's so inappropriate. I don't know if I ever actually watched it. Oh, you have to. You have to. I, I watch that movie, and every time I watch it, I find something else that just just kills me so when i was laying cobblestone one summer um i uh one of the guys that uh so the guy that owned the company i met him at a bible camp yeah so one of the people working at there i also met at a bible camp yeah and he asked me he said dave uh, what movie should i see and then i said you should definitely watch tropic thunder okay <laughs> i was like it's so funny and i to this day tropic thunder is so funny yeah yeah, yeah. uh 
anyway, he went there with like his youth group people. <laughs> I didn't know the context of what he was asking me to do, and he didn't want to speak to me after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like, Dave, that was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. I was like, it was so funny. Oh, man. Yeah, it's good, dude. So yeah. good. You know what else is a good movie? Uh, is it uh, Starship Troopers? Yeah. Oh, that's a classic. That's a good one. Yeah. One, two, three, four. They're probably up to 18 now. You don't know with, it, though. With Gary Busey's son? Yeah, sure. Yeah. He was one of the main characters. He was one was of the characters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Such a good movie. Anyway, uh, so that's good. Anyway, so we got far from books, but yes, you tried to write three books. Yeah, it's very hard. I think it's... Um, Especially because I was trying to write novels. Well, I, I think there's a big difference between writing fiction and nonfiction, right? Um, because when you're writing like a story... Um, it has to be uh, entertaining. There has to be ups and downs. I well, don't it has think to be ups and downs. You have you need to. That. You have to know the beginning, the middle, and the end, yeah. right? Whereas, like when I was trying to write my fantasy book, I knew what I wanted the beginning to be. I knew what I okay. wanted the All end right. to be, but I didn't know what the end is. I want. No, I want to know more about the fantasy book. Okay. Okay. That, that now you that means you tell me about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Tell so me about it, Dave. Tell me about it. It was book. a story about um, about this. Uh, uh, gentleman, he didn't have a name, um, and he was uh, what I called in the book a fate. Okay, and so this whole concept of these books was that there's these uh, individuals called fate, and they were basically death dealers, essentially, right? So they had people's fate in their hands, right? Um, and so they were trained um, like ultimate assassin type people, and uh, a kingdom had taken over their pre-existing kingdom, and there was only a few handfuls of fates left. Um, and uh, fates kind of had mystical properties where they were they were drawn towards where they had to deal fate. Where's the book now? Uh, probably somewhere on a hard drive. Do you still have it? Yeah. Okay. I think the two of us need to find out how this move, how this ends. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think we could do it. Sounds like a cool book, eh? Yeah. Let's not give up on your book. I want to help it. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll try to find it. I had the computer at uh, my parents' place. Yeah, try to find it. Let's try to make a story a storyboard for this and end this book. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought it was a super cool concept. Yeah, I actually liked it. Yeah. Like, a part of me immediately started mocking you. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was just like... I think that's I, true with my, my finance book, too. Well, it's just, it's just the immediate reaction. Sure. And, and honestly, um, I think you found this, too, is that writing a book, uh, good or bad, I think is a perceived as a pretentious thing to do sure yeah oh you wrote a book who are you to write a book yeah uh so how was reactions when you told people you wrote a book uh everybody was like super positive uh until i asked them to read it (laughs) and uh then they just pointed out every single fault with it yeah 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 i think people are uh i think people get a little uh uncomfortable with um, like people uh, succeeding. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what happened. Right. So my first round of of proof proofing that I had sent out um, actually went very well. Okay. And what I was trying to do was get a um, summary of because um, it wasn't about grammar. It was about content at that. Point. It was about content at yeah. that point, right? And then and so I just put that out to the mass audience because uh, not that my close friends and family wouldn't talk about content but what i do on a day-to-day basis i didn't want to influence the the book at all because what i do on a day-to-day basis is not at all the book well i shouldn't say at all but uh the book isn't about debt restructuring right um when, so you, say, when you say day-to-day i thought you meant like um you know put your pants on yeah 
Yeah, no, I didn't do that Sorry. when I wrote the book. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I, I didn't want that to, to kind of influence uh, my the writing process, I guess. It sounds super lame. <laughs> Is uh, that why you went in that cabin for a month straight yeah. and you ate nothing but white rice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, I lost so much weight. It was though. a little was, extreme. I lost so much weight. It was great. Oh, uh, then you came back and just went straight to the KFC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah buddy, buddy. Unsalted almonds. That's what does it for me. Um Anyway, so the second what round. What does that of, even mean? This, because that's what I eat at home, unsalted almonds. Really? Yeah, I love them, man. Man, so you and so Robin, his wife, so Robin, his <laughs> wife, eats plain food. I've never seen someone enjoy plain food more. Okay? I think if you just let her loose in the forest, she'd be happy as could be just gnawing on some bark. Yeah. So I'll walk in, and she'll just be eating radishes, <laughs> straight up radishes. <laughs> so what I've just learned is that Robin's at home eating radishes. Dave's eating unsalted almonds. <laughs> And they're just having the most vanilla sex you could ever imagine. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. That's really funny. <laughs> oh, no. I actually really want to finish the book with you. Okay. Uh, what was I talking about? Uh, oh, yeah, the second round of editing. So what ended up happening was my second round of editing, I still had not sent it to the editor. And I said, okay, now it's my closer friends. I'd already like changed a bunch of content based upon feedback just to make sure it's readable. And then I said, okay, um, can you guys read it, right? And this was more like the finance crowd, the people that had a, a higher understanding of what I was writing about. And, uh, oh, man, people ripped it to shreds. Like, they were like, oh, yeah, you, you really got to go over and edit. I'm like, it hasn't even gone to editing yet. And then after I had it edited and people would find a mistake, they'd be like, oh, my God, you ha- your editor sucks. Yeah, people are quick um, to denounce people. Yeah, dude. Like I wrote, I think I think the book ended up being like ninety-two pages of actual content, um, and then I think it was over twenty thousand words. I think it was ninety straight. Yeah, maybe. Well, I, actually, I don't think I read the last copy. Yeah, fair. Um, I think it's I think it's ninety-two, but I could be wrong. Um, pretty short book, uh, and at the end, the last person that read it, uh, which happened to be my wife. Uh, yeah, it was you. That's true. Okay, so the second last person to read it, my wife, uh, she found you know. Like 14 mistakes out of 20,000 words and was like, yeah, you really got to make sure your stuff uh, gets done. It was a little insulting. I was Is that little, what your voice sounds like? I was a little upset. Not going to lie. You witnessed it. Oh, yeah. You uh, went on a tyrant. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. No, I liked your book. Uh, part Thanks, of buddy. me uh, was jealous. Yeah. A little part of me. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, I uh, I think I am actually pretty okay with uh, accepting people's uh, accomplishments. Because yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Yeah, but I think that is I don't I think some people's reaction uh, is that um, success uh, will make them uncomfortable, and then the immediate reaction is to make fun. It's like um, this is this is getting real conceited. <laughs> it's it's like when I'm like, hey guys, I won an award, and the immediate reaction from my friends is, yes, self nominated. <laughs> I do that every time. <laughs> yeah, but it's a, it's an immediate. Nah, nah, nah. Take you down a notch because nobody wants somebody that is too uppity. Yeah, me included. I don't want any friends that are too uppity. I don't think sure. I, I actually have any friends that uh, can't, you know, laugh at themselves. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's the immediate reaction sometimes. So it's something you can't take personally. Took it personally, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, what are we talking about now? All right. The fates? So, what, what do you guys think about this whole topic, right? Like, What guys? The, the audience. We have, to, we have to engage who's, who, the audience. Who's, who's the new subscriber? 
what do you, what do you, we have a new subscriber. What's we do. Name? April. April? Yeah. Thanks, April. Yeah. All right. I'm just doing a shout out to our new subscriber. <laughs> one by one. We have to say hi to them. <laughs> oh, this is going to become a thing. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about that whole topic? I don't have a specific question for you. I'm just trying to get better at engaging the audience, okay? So I'm trying. That was your attempt of engaging? Well, you'd be engaging that. Okay. I think we need to do like a poll. People like polls. All right. So, poll. Uh, what would your... What's a poll? What can people vote on? That's a, what the topic. You know what? There's going to be right. much better engagement questions later. Let's no, no, no. Next We're not, no. We're doing a poll. All right. Should we finish Dave Moffat's book? Yes or no? Do we need to know what happened to the last remaining fates? Yes. Because if there is no fates left in the world, there will be an imbalance. So I think we got to write this. Shit, that's really good. Yeah. 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 I, I was this. actually, to go back to this, it was actually really cool because one of the, like, the, like, the mystical abilities of a fate was to... You can't um, choose whether or not your book's cool. You know what? I, actually, I can't. <laughs> just to be really clear, I can't. So have you ever seen Sherlock Holmes, like the, uh, the new uh, like the d- Downey, Netflix Downey series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, sure. Okay. No, with... Uh, you can't agree if I'm wrong. Oh, okay. The oh, one that's on Netflix, like okay. the seasons. Yeah, the TV. Yeah. So no, when he does fight scenes, he uh, he can like see and perceive what's going to happen because he's super super intelligent. And that's what I a thought. Fate that was do. just the movies. Is that the show too? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It must be the movies too. I haven't seen the the movie, okay. but um, the, uh, that's one of the abilities the Fates had. And I fucking thought of it way before. Freaking no, no, you watched it when Sherlock Max Holmes. Payne no. was a TV show. Uh, was a video game. That might be true. Yeah. That might be Max true. Max Payne was doing it before anybody. Yeah. That might be true. Yeah. So uh, this this show is sponsored by the first Max Payne <laughs> for what PlayStation or computer? Computer. It was yeah, computer. Yeah. So. Mm. Um, all right. What are we talking about? All right. We're talking about things we have no self control over. Okay. So no self control. Uh, all right. You start. <laughs> you start, bud. <laughs> um, I have a very hard time that once I start eating a lot of food, I don't stop. Oh. Yeah, I actually let's let's uh, let's play a game. Okay, okay, that might get it might get bad. Okay, let's each say what someone has bad self control over to them. Oh yeah, but I don't know any for you. I was thinking about that because I was just thinking about doing the same thing. Okay, well I already thought. No, no, you can't think of it first. Yes, I can. No, you have no self control over uh, being the first person. <laughs> over being the first okay. person. All right, here's your self control. Okay, you have very poor self control. That once you think someone wronged you, to ever let it go. <laughs> I have never seen someone spiral into more of a dark place <laughs> than when someone wrongs you. It, 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 but you got to admit, it takes a lot to get there. Yeah, it takes a lot to wrong you. But it's also, I would say that it's a hard thing to know, but I'm very clear about what wrongs you, actually. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So what is it? Um, it's somebody that has... Uh, uh, that doesn't uh, uh, deliver on something. Well, it depends. It depends on friends versus uh, stuff. Yeah. So, like, if someone doesn't deliver something uh, that you said, and you will be like, "Hey, uh, your logo, the logo is not good. Can you please change the color?" And then they're like, "Well, to change the color is an extra ten dollars." And you could see somewhere in the contract that it says that there's allowed to have some type of revisions. You will get in. You will crop. Uh, you will have so much evidence when you go back and say, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I want this in blue. And this is why. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and for personal people to wrong you, I think there has to be a lot of malice. Sure. A lot of bad intent, I think. A ton of bad intent. Yeah. A ton of bad intent. You know what I, I actually dislike is is it extreme selfish 
selfishness, mm-hmm. right? That's that's what it. If you had to summarize it, that's what it would be. Is, uh, uh, no, it's you know what? It's not extreme selfishness. It's extreme selfishness at the expense of others. That's what it is. Yeah, I've seen that in practice. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, somebody can be. I think we're all a little selfish because that's just human nature, right? But 100%. Once you end up doing there's, there's it... There's a joke ex- about it. Okay, what's the joke? The joke is, I think George Carlin said that. It says, everybody says that they're not selfish, but when they take a slice of bread, they take from the middle. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a joke I heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A really shitty joke, but I get it. It was a, It was good. Nobody laughed. Okay. <laughs> Steve... <laughs> is Dave's joke funny? I don't think so. All right. um, New poll. So, Can you so make polls? I just want to explain the the, the first one, though, right? Because um, you mentioned about this whole idea of a contract and stuff like that. Okay. So whenever I oh. have a client... Hey, get ready, candidate opposed. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I have a client, okay, um, uh, or whenever I do something, I will always deliver um, what is offered plus whatever is needed to ensure that the individual has the, the 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 best time going forward, okay? I think that should be the norm in business, whereas I think a lot of people are so focused about making someone sign a piece of paper and then just saying, screw it, and I've already got you, I've got you in the contract. Um, I just think it's wrong. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, 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 From a business standpoint, I have experienced countless times how doing the right thing pays in dividends compared to doing the thing that seems to make the most money at the time. Yeah, like I'll give you, I'll give you an example, real world example. Um, so I get approached every few months um, by radio ad people, right? They come to me and they say, hey, Dave, I want you to go spend money on radio. Um, radio, largely untested for me. I don't think it's a good method. Nobody's been successful with it. It just, it is. Especially because they're doing it all on the AM. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, right? Um, <laughs> And uh, so these radio people come to me, and I tell them all the exact same story. My story is, if you give me the radio ads at cost, I will try them, and you guarantee they'll work, or you give me your money back, my money back, right? And every single time, they go and they tell me, yeah, you know what? You know what? I'm going to try to make magic happen. I'm going to try to make this work. Yeah, I completely understand. You know what? We're going to come back to you with a proposal, and... uh, We'll, we'll see how this works, right? So, you know, they go away. It's a hard thing for them to pony up for. But I, this is my problem with it, right? Just say, just say right from the get-go, you know what? No, sorry, that's not going to work. Or, we don't or, waste anybody's time. Or kind of go back and be like, okay, I can't guarantee it, but I'll do it at cost as a training thing. Yeah, like I, I find the whole marketing thing so silly because if I was marketing and it was working, why would I ever stop it, right? I don't know why the, the person selling the marketing dollars can't understand that. But anyway, doesn't really matter. Long story short, they all come back and they all have these ridiculously crazy price things where like, yeah, Dave, you know, here you can, here's a $4,000 a month contract. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? This isn't at cost. And I know it's not at cost because I have a whole freaking drawer of pitches. <laughs> now you got me heated. <laughs> oh, no. Do you want me to fan you? you please. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> with with uh, with the signature Dave Moffat limp wrist. Yes, <laughs> it's not limp wrist, Dave. It's weak wrist. I have a weak wrist. All right, let's see, everybody. Everybody watch well, what Dave drinks the beer. It's just it's just uh, not, it's not a firm wrist, you know. Yeah, but you're stiffening it up. I think that was good. Yes, yeah, because I'm under I'm under. You got to finish that up because this beer is so good. That are we gonna have another one? I think we could split this. Oh, one. buddy. Okay. Wow, man, we're going uh, we're going double tonight. Okay, uh, things we have no self control over. 
That's my biggest one is eating. Uh, I also have a problem. Um, I, 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 so when I was younger, uh, for all of my, uh, my like 20 year old ish friends, when I was that age, uh, if I bought a case of beer, I would literally drink the entire case of beer, probably an alcoholic tendency. I realize this now. Uh, but to this day, I just don't buy beer in excess because I feel like when I buy, you know, if I buy, go buy two beers, I'm drinking the two beers. If I buy a bottle of wine, I drink the bottle of wine. That's probably admitting. So, so that's kind of tendency. an obsessive personality. Sure. Okay. And I think I, I, I think I also, to a degree, have an obsessive personality. Sure. Do you think that is a positive thing in business? Because I think that I think that's um, I think what you're describing is a quite common thing that I see with some entrepreneurs. Yeah, like, and I'm not saying it in an addiction, addictive personality. No, I do yeah. have an addictive personality. Just yeah. to be very clear, right? Like, I'm very scared. Like, I used to smoke. I used to smoke a pack and a half, two packs a day. Um, loved absolutely every second of it, but it was costing me a fortune at the time. I think that if I was to start smoking again, I would love it and fall into another addiction with it. Yeah, so what, what, what do you think is the positives? Well, you know, it's just getting stuff done, right? It's just focusing on it and getting it done. Like, I mean, you know, um, you look at this podcast, for example, right? Uh, hey, we have an idea for a podcast. Now we have time. Let's get the gear. Let's film the first episode. Let's do it. Let's get it up. Let's get the episodes done. Let's get the thumbnails How done. How many are we at? I think we're at episode seven, not including all the other episodes that we've, like, trimmed and stuff like that out of the oh, videos. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, I got to talk about what I'm... Uh, I have no control over it. No one cares. <laughs> no. Go ahead. We're listening. No, you have to tell me. Oh, what are you obsessed over? Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. I really don't. Like, I'm... It's because you don't listen to me. <laughs> you don't ever listen to me when I talk. <laughs> I think we're getting a divorce. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, well... I don't, I, I don't know. What, what are you obsessed over? You're obsessed over winning. Uh, but not in, not in a bad way, but just in a, like a way that you have to succeed. I'm extremely competitive. Yeah, right. Uh, and uh, I, I think sometimes that's awesome, and sometimes it's not so awesome. It just depends on the scenario. Well, it takes me out of. How's uh, this going? It takes me out of things sometimes. Yeah, sure. Like one time, I was uh, so I'm I'm, I'm kind of used to being on the top list. Yeah, yeah. Um, of sales at, at in my career. Yep. Um, one month I just was not on the list at all. And I just was depressed for a whole day. Yeah. And then I hear about it. <laughs> this is the like, worst hey, what's wrong? And I'm like, it's all coming to an end. <laughs> and like, <laughs> like the funniest part about this is that that sounds like it's a joke. No, no. That's literally how the conversation goes. You come in, you slump down, and you're like, it's over. <laughs> it's over. Yeah, but you don't understand how long it took for the job to work. I it took so long for my career to work. I know that I, I keep didn't see the beginning that it's going to uh, go away. Sure. Yeah. And I know in my I know statistically based off of my data, yep. and I know that it's just not going to. I know it's not probable that it would ever go to. Uh, but part of me feels a little bit like a fraud, and it's going to go away. Yeah, but I think that's I think that's I think if you were to poll a bunch of business owners that have made it. To a somewhat successful level, um, I think imposter syndrome would be something that is prevalent in, in a lot of people's situations. Yeah, I think I feel imposter syndrome a lot with a lot of stuff, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't really know why. Other, other than uh, there was a big kind of humility thing growing up. You always had to be uh, humble, but to a, to a degree that you were never allowed to be proud of yourself. Yeah. 
I think what we have to talk about now is confidence. Okay. I, I think this Let's talk confidence. I think confidence is like for example, okay. You are you talk about yourself a lot, not in a bad way, but you know, award winning mortgage broker and blah 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 blah. Excuse, excuse me, it's award winning David Clark. <laughs> yes, right. Um, and and I know we've talked about this a lot. Is that I think that the number one thing that people get wrong in business and life in general is that people are not cocky about themselves. I think that everybody has to have a little bit of cockiness in themselves to think that they are the best. Well, the funny thing is that I, as I actually became, because I, I, um, I got um, finalists for kind of substantial awards wait, well before I ever deserved it. Sure. It was um, because in my industry, a lot of the awards in there are marketing stuff. Yeah, for sure. Right. Every industry has And everyone kind of knows it. So I think at that stage, too, I was a lot more, you know, look what I got, look what me. And I think it tied more into my insecurities about how I actually wasn't a successful mortgage broker. Uh, versus uh, now I actually care a little bit less about Now I care about different things. I care less about those ones and more about being in the top numbers. Yeah. Cha- it changed quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's an interesting conversation. But one thing I think that, uh, and, and we've known each other now for five years, give or take, right? About that, four or five years. Uh, I think that uh, you've had an unwavering confidence about your abilities even when you were shit. <laughs> yeah, I always thought I was good at my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that uh, I think that that's what people are lacking, right? And and you know, and I'm going to steal something from from Grant Cardone's book. Um, uh, in one of his books, he uh, it doesn't matter if they're 100 percent equal. They will be. Okay. <laughs> in one of Grant Cardone's books, and great books by the way, he talks about this whole concept of you know, if you don't think you're the best solution for a client, then what what are you doing? Right, like if if you're not the best mortgage broker, if I'm not the the best debt option for somebody, then what am I doing helping them? Right. I, I didn't always necessarily think that I was the best. I always thought I was good. Sure. Um, but I've always had a very strong confidence that I was ethical. Yeah. And I think that really propelled me. Um, it gave me a lot of confidence when I gave advice. Sure. Because I didn't give advice that I didn't think was bad. Sure. Or I, I don't know if I said that sentence right. Uh, I didn't think I didn't give advice that I thought was bad. Sorry. Um, if you were to go back in time, um, would you change some of the advice that you gave people? I know I yeah, would. I, I, I know I, I would, would just because I think at this point in our careers, we've forgotten more than we ever knew at the beginning. Well, but not to tie right. into your your book, um, <laughs> but um, the, the premise of your buy book, it now, everybody. <laughs> the premise of your book was interesting. Fourteen eighty nine. That's it. Right, that's Canadian. Little, you can buy it for like three dollars US. Okay, that's, that's how cheap the exchange is. It's a little steep. Dave's uh, Dave's desperate. Um, just barter with him. You're like seven bucks. You're like, please buy it. <laughs> I just need 500 people to buy it. And then I'll write my next one. Um, okay. So 500 people to buy his free ebook. <laughs> Ebook's probably going to be like $7, $8. Okay. Yeah. Uh, two parts. Okay. Two things. I'm listening. I don't think I would ever read an ebook. It's me, just, yeah, I just don't. It's not part of me. Um, yep. Are you missing that like chip? I'm just not. Brain? It's just not exciting. If I would read a book, I'd like to hold it. I think that we uh, we should cover the topic of best books you've ever read, which is on like our little hopper. And I think my book has to be it because I've never seen you read any other books. I used to read uh, every night before I went to sleep. Okay. And then Netflix could go on your phone. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then I was like, went, this is wow. way easier. <laughs> yeah, totally. All right. No, I actually enjoyed where we were going for a second. Okay, sorry. Where, where where was it? I know they were talking about confidence. Or, oh, yeah. Would we go back in time? Was that it? 
if you would change the advice you gave someone in the past. Oh, yeah. So uh, the part about your book that was interesting is uh, behavior. Yeah. So when I was giving advice when I first started out, it was a lot more mathematical advice versus behavior advice. And totally. I think a lot of the stuff that I shifted was behavior. Hey, I just want to say that, that beer. Yeah, this beer is, is amazing. Ridiculously good. We're going to take the red beer over the green beer. Hashtag principal ale. Yeah. And schoolhouse brewery. We'll take hats. Yeah. Want to give us hats? We'll take, we'll take anything. T-shirts? You know what? I need a new shirt. Yeah, Dave. Actually, Dave doesn't want to change his shirt, so he'll like a schoolhouse sticker. <laughs> okay, yeah. right in the middle of his chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. What are we doing for time? Uh, we're at uh, this one's actually gone by quick, man. We're at forty-one minutes. Yeah, let's keep going. So yeah, yeah. behavior. So behavior is the biggest thing that the right answer for for um, the right answer for people is not always the realistic answer, and that was something I didn't know when I first started. You know why though? It's because when you have like the mathematically correct answer, you feel super intelligent. You know, like hey, if this client picks this product and does this, they're going to save you know a thousand dollars. But you know, in order for that to happen, you know, the stars have to align, the black cast has to cross the road. You got to take a shot, a moonshine. What, what do they call the thing that he, when you you get a home economic credit and you use that to? To invest, it's called the Smith thing. The Smith Smith maneuver. Yeah. Smith maneuver. Yeah. So, um, some, uh, actually, that doesn't even apply to what I'm trying to <laughs> but, say. You know, but it, it does. It does, though. But like the thing is that the Smith maneuver for the people that don't understand is essentially where you take your mortgage, um, you apply for a readvanceable line of credit, and then you essentially borrow from your line of credit as you pay down your mortgage to then invest. So you're essentially converting your mortgage into a tax deductible investment loan. Right, um, which is which is huge has a ton of advantages to it. But the problem is, is you have to be so disciplined in order to do this. As your mortgage gets paid down, you have to invest it. You have to take that investment, pay down your mortgage, and rinse and repeat, and not have any mess ups, not have any flaws, not have any problems ever occur in your life. Well, even if you uh, so, if people don't know, um, for if you get a home economic credit, you only have to do the interest payment, or you can do as much as you want. Yeah. Um, so a, a lot of the scenarios that I actually offered people is I showed if you do the interest only payment on a home equity line of credit and you take the $700 you freed up and you took that $700 and you put it on a credit card or a loan and then you paid that off and you added it and you did the whole snowball effect thing, I showed how that would work. Um, and it was something that I did the whole spreadsheets and I did everything to explain it and I kind of pushed it down some people's throats because it was such a good way to solve their problem. Yeah. Uh, and for behavior-wise, I think is a difficult solution. And to this day, I struggle with that one. Yeah. I struggle very much that if somebody wants to come to me and they want to refinance and they don't have enough equity to do it, uh, but they have good credit score, you can I can typically maybe pay off what I can yep. and then do the home equity line of credit thing and to do the rest. Um, and to make it kind of more you know, entertaining for people, <laughs> it is the... It, Math it is, with Dave's. Woo! <laughs> it is what mathematically makes sense versus what behaviorally makes sense. Yeah. And that was something that to this day I struggle with. I'm better with the behavior now than I used to be. Sure. Um, it's like with, with credit cards. And I, and I just think this is an interesting thing for people to hear, um, or at least a useful thing. Um, credit card debt itself is not an issue because credit card debt itself is not what the problem was. No, the problem's overspending, the problem's a shopping addiction, the problem's whatever else. And once you solve that problem, tackling the issue's solvable. Yeah, so right? so for a lot of people, if you have a lot of credit card debt, 
Uh, sometimes what seems to be the solution is you go to the bank and you get a consolidation loan and you drop something that's a 19.99% rate to something like seven uh, or six or whatever type of loan there is. But if you don't solve the underlying problem of why you didn't have cash flow, uh, it, it doesn't necessarily work. So that was a big difference for when I was trying to give people advice was math versus behavior. And it took me a long time to understand that because mathematically... I would pay off a 20% rate with a 7% rate and call it a win. Yeah, but behaviorally, you're setting the client up for failure because you're providing them too much access to the capital that they'll eventually unlock, right? Or you're taking a credit card that can do minimum payments and you're putting into a loan with a set payment that's actually yeah, higher. Yeah, totally, man. It's, 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 a, it's a really big challenge to know what's right. And, and the hard part about adding behavior into it is that there's no right answer for everybody. No. Like you can't say, you know, this is the cookie cutter mold that you're going to apply. Well, use me as an example. Sure. Uh, do I uh, have things that I that are not necessary? Hey, we're partners now, so I can use you. Absolutely. <laughs> what do you mean you can use me? Yeah. Okay. You told me that I could use you as an example. Oh, I thought you meant use me in a different way. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy's inappropriate. Sorry, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like we were losing Sarah with the math, so I had to call her out to get her back. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, so... Yeah, impulse control. Uh, for impulse control over me, uh, I can't stop drinking coffee. Oh, is this one? We're back to that? Yeah, well, I just <laughs> didn't even say one about myself. Okay. So I'm so tired all the time, and I just keep drinking coffee. Why are you tired, Dave? Um, I have two kids. <laughs> you have two kids. You've got a whole bunch of team members. <laughs> You've got like 80 million animals. Uh, and you live so far from the office. <laughs> And I guess another impulse thing, if you really wanted to do it, I I don't know if this is a, a, a I guess impulse wrong. I have a very hard time not coming up with new fun ideas that we should do. Oh, that's that's a that's a true one. Yeah. But here's the thing, and, and you know what somebody mentioned the other day, uh, they were like, "Hey, Dave, like you always have something going on, like you're always doing something new," and like we're both we're that's literally the definition of the Daves, right? Um, but here's the thing is that like, I enjoy this. I enjoy, and I know you do too, the concept of coming up with an idea, picking it apart to either prove it or realize it's crap, implementing the idea, testing if it actually works. If it doesn't work, you drop it real quick, (laughs) right? If it works, you stick to it and you go to town, right? I think it's great. But I live so far away from town. Uh, you, (laughs) you do. It's unreal. Right, we're at 47 minutes. Did we even talk about confidence? We didn't talk about confidence at all. Well, wait, I, I, I did mention that you need to be cocky about yourself. Okay, so long story short, I think that most people would be much better served by believing they are the best person ever and having the confidence. And you know what? You know what you do? You fake it. You absolutely I, fake I it. I got a story for that. Okay. And this is probably not the... I don't know. Anyways. So junior high, I was a little insecure about myself. Yeah. I was kind of insecure where I belonged. There was like a skateboarding kind of thing going on. I didn't really fit in that. There was a rock star kind of thing going on. I didn't really fit in that. Um, but I was always kind of friends with everybody. So then, uh, but I always liked sports. But sports was not really a thing in the junior high I went to. So then high school came. Uh, and then um, my friends met with me and they were like, we should join. We should, you should play football. And I was like, okay, I'll play football. And football actually started like a month before school started. 
you actually met a bunch of people. You met a bunch of football players before high school even started. It was a great way to kind of get a group of people before things started. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am uh, I'm, I'm fine to say that I remember making a conscious decision to kind of reinvent myself. Yep. I was like, I am the jock. I am the football player. I am cool. These are my friends. Whatever. And the cool part about this is you can do this as an adult. Yeah, you can. Um, and I remember kind of doing it, and uh, and I and I it was a lot of times I was faking it. I was very insecure. And look at Dave now; he's a Greek god. Well, I remember one time on Honesty Box, Facebook had Honesty Box. We talked about this last episode. Really? Yeah. No, did. I think we talked about it outside the episode. No. Okay. Anyway, it's still part of the confidence. Okay. Part, okay. It's okay, very okay, relies on the okay, confidence. Okay. 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 Someone on Honesty Box said, "Dave, you're not as good looking as you think you are." Hundred percent. 100% guys, but that was not the point. The point was fake it till you make it. <laughs> and if you have confidence... All right, comment it, down it, below. Do you think the left Dave is as good looking as the left Dave thinks he is? <laughs> and, and Sarah, before you vote, remember, who pays your best friend? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's job's on the line here, Sarah. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> um, but I, I'm, I'm ashamed to kind of admit that faking confidence uh, was a, a very big kind of success story for me. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I remember that when I left, so I transferred schools, <clears throat> military background, military family. When I transferred schools, I did a very similar thing. I was in that emo crowd. Uh, you know, I had the really dark hair, drawer, wore all in black. Yeah, it was good, man. I got pictures. I told you, if we get 50, 50 likes in another video, I'd share it. Remember? I thought it was 50 likes to get that picture of you shirtless holding a rifle or a missile or something. <laughs> that one I can do, too. Okay. That one I'll do for free. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember doing the exact same decision. Hey, now I'm actually going to go, and I'm actually going to be part of you know this group and blah, 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 blah. But I think... Uh, I think everybody goes through that where do I belong thing. Yeah, and, and, and really, you know, if you think back about when you decided that you belong here, it was a conscious decision that you made to belong where you belong. So, you know, if, if, if you want more confidence, and I know that this is going to sound silly because I know that there is um, certain people out there that won't be able to do this, but, you know, if you believe you're confident and you act confident, even if you're not, if you pretend, you will eventually become confident, right? And it's silly. Like, it's the silliest thing ever. Like, for example, you know, uh, hey, Dave, you know, somebody can make a joke and they mean the complete opposite of, oh, ha, ha, you know, that was real good when they mean that it was actually shit. And I'd be like, yeah, I know. I'm freaking awesome. You know? Um, and it's that, that that just builds people's confidence from what I've seen. Yeah, because I, I, I think it's when you can you if you fake confidence and you kind of roll the punches a little bit and you don't maybe come off as a, as a, as a, kind of someone that you could pick on. Sure. I think people move on, unfortunately, to someone else. Well, we've had this conversation um, before. Uh, I think we both like poking fun at each other, but it never goes anywhere because we're both just like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what happened. But to be clear, we go too far all the time. Uh, Yeah. I said a joke that I would say to you to my brother uh, yesterday, and he was like, Dave. You're, I can't. You went too far. I did that. No, I said a joke that I would probably say to you. <laughs> it was about I make a big joke about how I father everyone's children. 
man, did it deliver like a ton of bricks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, sorry, man. And I'm just so used to being able to say whatever crosses my mind is funny. <laughs> it, it takes so much, though, to insult me. Yeah, but, but to, on that, this is actually a, a debate that I had with one of my close friends at some point was yeah. whether or not it's the thing that you say or the intent. And I am a very big intent person. If I don't think the person intended to cause malice, it means nothing. I am okay with it. Even yeah. if someone says something that actually insults me, yeah. if I don't think the person is meant to really hurt my feelings, uh, I, I, I move on. But yeah. if I think somebody deliberately did it, I have a really hard time getting past it. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's funny you say that because uh, talk politics now, so whew, getting real deep. Um, you think politics, right, when they do their question and answer period, right? Some of the questions, they don't have pre-scripted answers for, right? And they'll say things just off the cuff. And I think we've all been in a situation where we've said something where we didn't mean to, but, you know, you're just you're just off the cuff trying to answer a question, right? And, man, politicians get so much shit. Oh, I would be in so much trouble because my qu- quick reaction to make a joke versus – my brain recognizing the what's appropriate for the matter is yeah, not the same yeah. speed. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, da-da. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Take it back. Bad. This was bad. <laughs> <laughs> this was bad. <laughs> um, what else we got? We can talk about our podcast. Okay. Podcast so, setup. Uh, there's been uh, one of the clips that has got the most success um, when Dave looks at the data every single minute of every day. Yes. Is uh, how to set up a podcast. So we thought it was a good idea to go through what. Uh, let's be clear. What Dave bought. All I do is I provide the beer. But, to, but just to be clear, oh, one I get questions all the time about. Oh well, that must be expensive to set up. I gotta do a shout out. Okay, quick. great. Can okay. I do a shout out? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Schoolhouse Brewery. Who bought me this? Tony. Tony Inamo. Oh shit! Yeah. Thank you very much. This is tremendously delicious. Can I? Uh, uh, say an admission about Tony. I didn't believe her name was Tony. Oh, I didn't know what you were going to say. <laughs> you were like, I can't stop thinking about her. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't believe her name was Tony. All right. I got to make sure Tony knows that we talk about it. Because I'm pretty sure the first time that I met Tony was at uh, your party, and I was uh, pretty yeah. intoxicated. Yeah, with that uh, cranberry juice and what is it, animator? Amaretto oh, and cran, dude. Yeah. You gotta admit it's good. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's so good. Okay, let's. Anyway, uh, thanks, Tony. Let's go for the equipment here, right? Um, and I'll try to throw these on screen if I'm technologically savvy enough to do so. Otherwise, you're just going to have to listen, and I'll put all the links in the description below so that you can have them. So, first things first is our XLR cables. Um, <laughs> this is in no particular order, by Am the way. Am I gonna hold it up? This. Yeah, yeah, you can hold it up. So these things here, right? Uh, they're twelve ninety nine a piece. They're ten feet long. Um, we did have six foot long ones. Fun um, for the whole family. Yeah, um, we did. You ever, s- you ever play uh, Chase the Cord? Can you just like let me keep going here, buddy? Okay, you, sorry. Okay, sorry. Uh, so uh, we did have six feet long ones, but I don't know if some of you noticed in the other videos they were really kind of stretching because I have our mixer in the middle. Did, did you ever play Chase the Cord though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Best. Okay. I don't even know what that game is. <laughs> no, but it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. There you go. Hey, Dave. And they just tied it to the dog. Yeah. Okay. We've got our foam on the back, which uh, this was 60 bucks um, for all the foam. Um, Why, why'd you do it? You know, it's because we, I just wanted it to, to look cool. It has okay. nothing to do with soundproofing. Okay. 
I think it looks okay. Yep. Comment below if you think it uh, looks like crap. No, I, or if you like it. Or <laughs> doesn't always have to be negative. You got to act confident. Dude. Yeah, 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 okay. If you don't love it, don't comment. <laughs> All right. If you love it, please comment. Okay. All right. Um, so we're. You know what I love? I don't want you to answer that. Lucky strikes. <laughs> Lucky strikes cigarettes. <laughs> All righty. Uh, next thing is what we're wearing right now is the Tazcam TH02s. These things are actually pretty cool. Um, they're not they're not expensive. Uh, and by the way, all these pricings are uh, in Canadian dollars. Um, right now, as I look at them, um, they're thirty nine bucks. Uh, I think I bought them for thirty six to forty five, just depending on how Amazon prices them. Um, you can buy really, really, really expensive ones, um, but I see no need to do so. You sound great, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, sounds good. That was the one thing too we were talking about because um, we were talking about other options. Yeah. And uh, it is shocking how kind of professional some kind of entry level stuff is. Oh man, like some of these headsets are like a hundred plus dollars, dude. Yeah. It, it it's insane. Actually, everything in here I would say is like prosumer level. Um, but if you wanted to go like entry level uh, professional setup, this this thing would cost five grand, right? It's it's insane. Our lights. So I was able to get two panels. Um, and they're the. Uh, Do the, I move the camera? No, 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 no. You don't, gonna, you don't want me to touch stuff? Yeah, no, no, no. I think, I think I'm going to move the camera. <laughs> don't don't move the move, camera. Move it a little bit. So I was able to get two panels. They're the newer upgraded 660 LED video lights. Um, so we can dim them and everything like that. They are great. I think they add a lot of um, of balance to the video. Now, I'm not an expert in lights. I literally threw these on, put two on each side. So one's there, one's there. And we've got overhead lights as well. Um, one thing that we don't use anymore... Is can, I have a right Zacro twelve by ten inch film clipboard. Okay, this thing has come in handy once, and I actually found a piece of software that syncs audio. So if you need to sync audio, this is what you use because we actually film our audio on Audacity and then we sync it with our uh, with our video after the fact. And that was twenty one bucks, by the way. Really? Yeah. Wow. Seems yeah. a little steep. It, you know what? It actually does now that I think of it. But at the time, I was just like, yeah. yeah we, need, we need a clapper. Make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> He's there with his ones. Yeah. His loonies. We're Canadian. Our uh, boom arms, uh, they're actually pretty cheap boom arms. These are something that we're going to upgrade eventually. But they're East Shining Upgraded just Adjustable Microphone Suspension Boom Scissor Arm Stand with Shock Mount Mic Clip Holder. Three-quarter inch to five-quarter inch screw adapter for Blue Yeti Snowball and other oh microphones. My God. Okay, so just to be very clear. Why would we need to upgrade? Because this, like, look at this. You can hear it. Like, it just makes noises. Like, it's not good. Nobody okay? cares. I understand that nobody cares, but eventually we're going to need Sarah to. Sarah loved us from the beginning. <laughs> she doesn't need us to change. Um, these are $31. They're great, so times two. Okay. Um, we have windscreens here. Uh, honestly, so I bought a pack of, I think, like. What is that, this? Yeah, these things Homes? here. Um, okay. The whole pack cost me $17, and I think I have enough to last us a lifetime. Hmm. Yeah, it was it's a humble, cheap. humble brag. Yeah, he's got uh, so many foam hats. <laughs> what do you do with the extra ones? Buddy? I don't know, man. Um, we have uh, for our SD card because I think this is pretty important. We bought a 128 gigabyte uh, micro SDXC Samsung card. Um, works great. Uh, cost me twenty seven dollars, um, give or take, which was cool. Um, before this light kit, we actually bought a 
another light kit. Um, so I, I highly recommend these newer 660s, 150 bucks. Doesn't come with a stand, but you can buy a stand for pretty cheap. Are you going to get accused of libel soon? Oh, what a what a accused of uh, berating in the image of a company. Oh, maybe who knows? Um, <laughs> we've got good protection. Oh yeah, we're both wearing protection right now. <laughs> oh no, we're uh, actually instead of protection, we're wearing your extra foam hats. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we had an Emart 900 watt softbox initially, but. Uh, it, it, they just didn't work actually the first time i plugged them in for whatever reason our power like shorted them and they just didn't work um so we use those with the stands here those cost me um 95 dollars so that was cool um our camera and we're almost done everybody no good people will like this yeah i think so our camera is a sony hdrcx 405 uh, it's a camcorder. It actually, I think, does really, really well. Um, the file sizes are pretty big. So, for example, an hour of Beers with Dave's ends up being like 25 gigs of data. I don't know what that means. It'll, Is that good? It's huge, man. Uh-huh. It's huge. Um, I actually had to buy an external you got, hard you got to drive. say it in the hippo voice. Huge. <laughs> maybe it's huge. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, it's from Madagascar 2, maybe, or 3. Yeah, something One like that. One of the that. hippos. It's just loving the other hippo. Yeah. So um, one thing for people that want to film a long-form <laughs> podcast is apparently a lot of cameras have a timeout of 30 minutes. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. So you can only film for 30 minutes. I wonder why. What would the I think it has battery... To do with, I think it has to do with heat. Oh, heat? Okay. Yeah, I think it has to do with heat. So camcorders are, are made to be able to film for, for very long periods of time. I think this one can go like 12 hours. Especially because we bring the heat a lot. Yeah, we do bring the heat and the guns. Yeah. One of us has a water gun. Yeah. <laughs> it's a squirt gun. <laughs> um, I highly recommend this. Uh, this camera is pretty cheap. It was uh, $268 um, Canadian. Sorry, my phone's vibrating. Yeah, you got to turn this shit off. Uh, I can't swear. <laughs> Monetization. You swore at the very beginning of this. I did so not. It's done. Yeah, yeah, you Go said something about a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so camera's you gotta beep, good. You got to beep that. I'm going to wave my hand so you know when to beep out my F word. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so our mixer, our audio, uh, our audio mixer um, is a Behringer Q1202 USB. So a cool thing about this board. It has lots of knobs. Yeah, it has a ton of knobs. Um, so you can actually hit fit four XLR cables into it. Um, you've got gain and all the volume control and customizations for all four of those. So when you um, said you were working on your gains, was this? Yeah, it was this. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And the best part about it is it hooks USB into the computer. So you can plug it in, hook it up with Audacity. I'll, I'll hopefully put some screenshots um, showing how that works a little bit. And uh, uh, it only has one headphone out cable. So we actually have a cable splitter, and I think the cable splitter was like $3 off of Amazon. Um, but uh, you can go ahead and uh, customize everything. So it sounds um, pretty good, I think. I think so. And it makes it very, very easy and simple. Um you, I really didn't have. You say a easy hard and time. simple. I don't. I don't. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, but like, if you spend two hours messing around with it, I think. I think you it. have an unfair advantage. Yes, because you're the biggest knob I know. It's <laughs> funny. Um, okay, so the last thing, which is what is actually our most searched term, and so I'll probably make a little micro video just about. Excuse me about this topic is our microphones. So we're using the Behringer XM8500 dynamic cardioid microphone. I think they sound pretty darn good. Um, and when I did research on these microphones, and these things are dirt cheap. Like I bought them for 
$25 Canadian. They're currently 32 bucks Canadian. Uh, great build quality, solid. Um, they, I think, sound pretty good. They sound very podcasty. And like, I really want to upgrade the mic because I do think there's that next level. Um, but I don't think that this, next the, level this is... This mic, literally, I had, I had it in the breast pocket of my suit. Yeah. It took a bullet for me. Yeah, it took a bullet for you. <laughs> I, I, how do you think they sound? I uh, And do you know anything about audio? I don't know anything. I don't about know anything audio. about audio. Yeah. I am um, fairly impressed with everything, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, I don't know enough to ever think anything is subpar. I can hear perfectly. And when I watch things, it sounds great. I'm a little disgusted by hearing myself talk. Well, that's that has nothing to do with the equipment. <laughs> I think, and I think that's true with a lot of, of of things, right? And so, you know, whenever I watch YouTube videos about the Behringer XM eighty five hundred, the question came up: you know, is this better than you know your your Sure mics and like these four hundred dollar mics, right? And like, of course, the four hundred dollar mic is going to be better. Let's just throw that out there. But you can buy like fifteen of these freaking mics for the exact same price, right? And so, yeah, take that other company. Yeah, right? Um, will we upgrade? Yes. Do I think that uh, upgrading is a good idea? Yes. But do I think it is necessarily a necessity right away? Um, no, right? Yeah, from a from a very amateur opinion, I think that, uh, I don't know, we look pretty good. We sound pretty good. Yeah, I I, I, th- I think so as well. I think from a, a beginning podcast, this is as good as you could hope for. Yeah, I, I think so as well. So, so how much did we actually end up spending, right? Um, oh, he's doing the calculations right now. Is this the ad anticipation? Yeah. What do you got? Well, I'm not done yet. Your snapping is really getting me. And the head bobbing, the aggressive head bobbing. So we got okay. So Canadian. We're at a, CAD. Yes, CAD. We're at $1,023.50 for the entire setup. And how much did I pay for that? You bought the beer a couple times. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I brought this one from my house. Yeah. Hashtag Tony. So, long story short, what do you actually need to start your own podcast? I think that the bare minimum um, to get something that sounds halfway decent um, is you can actually buy kits that are, they come with the boom arm. You don't need a boom arm, but it does kind of help and make sense I, I think it would be flexible. much harder to do it without one. well the problem is because is you're constantly like leaning over the desk right and so that's the big issue behind it but it comes with the boom arm it comes with a mic and it comes with um uh the shock mount on the mic okay and it's what's like the, a, what's the shock mount it just makes it so that you don't like when you grab it they can hear this right now okay. right shock mount prevents i that. didn't grab it because i'm not an amateur yeah that's right uh so it um Hashtag professional. <laughs> yeah. That's like $100, right? And if you go in there with $100, you can film something that actually makes sense, right? That would obviously be an audio-only podcast, um, but you certainly can do it that way, okay? Um, if you want to do something a little bit uh, more professional, you can get mixers um, that are significantly cheaper. Some of them are like $50, $60. You can go get a $25 mic. You can get like a... You know, ten dollar patch cord, uh, an XLR cable, rather, and a small light, and you'd probably be into this for maximum. I don't know, with the camera, four hundred dollars, and really, you can actually film on your phone, right? Um, so I think yeah, uh, that's what I'm doing with my other channel, just doing it all on the phone. Yeah, to- totally right. So really, 
you could do all of this with your phone. It's just if you want something that from an audio perspective sounds a little bit better um, and you want to have it audio only, um, then I think you want to invest a little bit into sound gear. But again, you can do it for less than $100, right? So, so give it a shot, everybody. Yeah, you don't have to spend 1000 um, bucks, but I also don't think you have to spend $10,000, right? Um, can you? Absolutely. Like, uh, But you can probably never stop if you wanted to go to the extreme. So I, one of the things that I found has been the most successful thing that I've, for any part of my life, really, uh, is that uh, you talked about this in your book. Yeah. Okay. Like Dave's book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the doers and then, then there's the kind of planners. Uh, and I think that if you wanted to ever start a podcast like this, instead of thinking, hey, no one's going to watch this, no one's going to like the content, um, you know, spend 400 bucks, get some equipment. Or maybe even just start with your phone just to start and uh, and just film one. Give it a shot. See if it goes. You could always make it better. But if you always, the stumbling block is always, well, it could be better. Well, I'm not ready. That's really applied to so many elements in my life. Oh. That if you just start and just kind of roll up the punches and go for it, um, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised with not not, not necessarily – always the outcome but the way you feel about it like this podcast is a lot of fun so the very minimum is that we're having fun well here and and i think that is the the truth right is that if you're doing this to make a crap ton of money um you got to be real funny have a great personality right nothing that i have okay maybe a little bit of dave uh he's a little funny worst personality in the world um but I think that if you do this to just have fun with it and go on it and try it and film the first one, like it is what it is. And for anybody that lives anywhere in Nova Scotia that's willing to make a drive to HRM, if you see this and you want to film a podcast, I will let you use this room we for free. We choose you, Nova yeah. Scotians. I will, I will let you use this room for free. Uh, just comment. Let me know that you're interested and We'll set something up. Yeah, you got to comment through this video. If you find it through one of his ads, you got to pay. <laughs> spend money for that ad. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think you know that's an interesting way to spend the next couple minutes talking about this. I think that you're right. It's it's. I'm personally of the belief that if somebody takes action, they will be far, 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 far better off than if they did absolutely nothing. Even if that action isn't the best action. I, I agree. There's this. There's this big thing that I struggle with. I, I think if I had to put myself into one of two categories, and the categories are dreamer versus realist. I don't know if those are the best kind of two ones to pick, but it's just what my mind comes up with. I think that I'm a dreamer hands down. Um, and I think a lot of realists think I'm an idiot when you take chances doing stuff and you start yeah, but what's, what's, Instagram what's realism? and you start... I, I, I think... In my experience, just pessimism. Like I'll tell you, man. So I'm I'm part of this this Facebook group. We're going to talk about Facebook. I'm part of this Facebook group right now, um, and there's one poster. One of the admins of the group. Um, they constantly post um, uh, posts about how people can actually buy homes if they want to buy homes, right? And you know, she'll post these homes that are like forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars, and they're in like the middle of nowhere, Nova Scotia, and everybody rips her a new one because they're like, you know, this isn't realistic, right? And you're you're right that there is a little bit of lack of realism that goes along with this. Yeah. 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 But 
my my point is is that if somebody really wants it that bad and they can't achieve it right now, she is giving a very very realistic approach to doing it. Now, does it involve moving? Absolutely. Does it involve potentially changing lifestyle? Yes. But if they wanted it, they could go and do it and get it right. And I think it's really just this bad concept to say, oh well, this doesn't work because it wouldn't work for me and my lifestyle. I think that's a bad. Yeah. So like, and you probably know what I'm talking about because I think you're in the same group. Yeah, I'm in the same group. And that one specifically is interesting. So let's yeah. just say you find, you say, well, I could never buy a house. And somebody sure. goes, well, there's a house for 30 grand, which is um, possible in some parts of Nova Scotia. Yeah, absolutely. Move here, start a podcast. I'll let you use this room for free for at least a little bit of time. We'll become best friends. We'll replace Dave. We'll start an empire. Okay, to be clear, if you want to buy a $30,000 house, you're quite far from this podcast room. Close Oops. enough to replace Dave and we start an empire. Okay. All right. I, I would love to enjoy someone trying to go toe-in-toe with you. <laughs> so intolerable. <laughs> uh, it does take a special kind of person to be able to tolerate me for a while. It's true. Um, so with that point of view, you say, I can never buy a house. And he goes, you can buy this house. And your response is, um, no, that's not realistic. You, you are right that the person doesn't want to do what required to make that change and i'm not saying that's always really like when you get kids involved it's hard to get kids out of school zones it's hard to do sh- stuff you don't want to move it's very difficult to do shifts but sure. shifts are very possible sure uh even career changes are even possible if you are in a career that makes 40 grand a year uh and you have to move to a place with cheaper housing and only makes 30 grand a year in your mind you might be settling but you actually might be getting more at the end, so it's, I, I, it's a, I think it's, it takes an interesting way to look at it sometimes, and then what it comes down to really is not what you're capable of, is what you want to do. Well, and 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 this is, and, and want is something where I think that as a society, and I'm like this too, yeah, is that you want and you want and you want and you kind of jealous and you sure all this stuff but you don't want to do the things required to do it and it took me a long time and a lot of failed attempts in a business to get in the mindset of what you of action and i think i think you're right and and i find i have a hard time connecting with people sometimes because you know, somebody comes to me and they say, "Oh yeah, you know, I want to start a business." I'm like, "Oh, that's absolutely fantastic." You know, like they're like, you know, I want to do this, that, that. And then I'm like, okay, great. Have you done this, this, this? And they're like, ah, oh, no, you know, uh, I'm planning on doing it next week. And I'm like, what, what do you mean you're planning on doing it next week? Like, do it. Just go get it done. You know, get it done. Take the steps that you need to achieve it. Go actually do it. You're going to figure out if you actually like it. If you don't like it, then stop. And, and that's it. Well, good example of this podcast. Sure. If you didn't just buy all the equipment and just set it up and say, hey, Dave, it's, it's ready. And then I just walked down the hall to do the first video. That's not how it went, though. I set it up. And then you said, hey, Dave, it's ready. Let's film a, an episode. I'm like, I'm not ready. And you're like, no, no, we're doing this now. Okay, but fine. And that's why, just so you know, that's why first episode I was checking emails. Because I had shit to do because it wasn't no, it's planned. because you're rude. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You try to replace me. Who's this? Uh, Ryan. So shout out to Ryan. Uh, he's a great guy. Uh, who's Ryan? He's uh, another. Uh, uh, Is he another friend? Do you have other friends? Yeah. Oh, my voice is going to get so high. <laughs> uh, anyways, so if anyone could take anything away from this podcast, um, 
yeah, just if you if you have a plan and you want to try something, just try it. And I'm not saying quit your job, follow your dreams. Okay, uh, you got to be realistic financially. But like, if you want to learn how to play guitar, you just buy a guitar and you just try it. You just it doesn't need to be an expensive one. You just give it. You just try it. And if you don't, if you say you don't have time to do it, the honest truth is that you have time. Well, the, the honest truth is that you don't want it enough. You don't want it enough. Right. I, I, uh, well, say it how you feel. Okay, Dave lives chaos. Dave is the definition of chaos. <laughs> His life is chaos. Okay? Basically, when Dave wakes up the day of the time that Dave goes to sleep, it's chaos. Okay? And uh, Dave makes it happen. Yeah, I get, a, I get my stuff done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> just uh so to say, if I can accomplish something in my forty-five minute window, so can you. No, but it, it's true though. I think that uh and, and here's the the key to everything, right? Is that um the worst case scenario is the answer is going to be no or you fail. And if you fail, you've learned something. Well let's talk about video games for a second. Sure. Do you, you like video games? Yeah. I love video games. Yeah. What I one thing I realized is during the coronavirus, I started forging. Yes. And I started forging during the times that I would play video games. Sure. And I was shocked how much not only relaxation but joy it brought me. Yeah. Compared to something that I loved to do. So some of that real, what's the word? Uh, not solitary. What's uh, when you're kind of like laying around? What's the word? Touch with the S, I think. Anyway, can someone tell me what this word is? Sure. All right. Did someone tell us in that period that we they waited? They did, yeah. Okay. So some of these things that we think we do to relax, watch TV, play video games, um, stuff like that, uh, maybe, and I, and I have no evidence to say this other than what I felt, maybe it's not as relaxing and not as fulfilling as we think it is. Yeah. Cause, I, I agree. Because you play video games too. Yep. Um, there might be something. Idle tap wizard. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Idle Tap Wizard. <laughs> uh, there, there may be other hobbies that you actually would find more fulfilling. You know, actually, what I found ridiculously fun that I never thought I would find fun is actually editing these videos. Yeah. Just the process of feeling productive, editing them. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because before that, your old hobby, you used to go around, what was it, the town? You used to look in people's windows? Yeah, I used okay. to streak. Oh, okay. Have you ever heard of the famous Nova Scotia streaker? Yeah. That was me. Yeah, they didn't charge you, though, because they couldn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways. I also uh, don't have a tan, so just I blend in with the sun. <laughs> okay. So he's white as drywall. Yes. And he's out there naked. <laughs> 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 oh, it's a, it's a bad joke. But anyway, um, hey, for anybody that's made it to this point in time, if you actually have something that you want to achieve and you want an accountability buddy, I will be your accountability buddy. I will call you at 6 a.m. every morning, regardless of your time zone, okay? And uh, <laughs> we will make it happen, okay? Uh, you just comment below and uh, I will fulfill it and I will do so for one month. But yeah, well, uh, but again, uh, it, just to, to add on something, um, if if you are uh, a realist uh, and you are always talking about how th- thinking about how things can go wrong and how things are not going to work, um, I just wanted to tell you that things actually do work.
workout. Yeah, you, or, you, or, or the worst case, you learn. Yeah, you learn, you adapt, you have fun, you gain life experiences. It is worth it. So yeah. if you are a, a realist and you grew up in a family where they told you that you're not quite capable of doing things, or you got friends that think you're not quite capable of doing things, and you have an idea of doing something, try it. I got an idea to write a kid's book. I kind of got the first couple of pages in my head written out. I'm just going to try it. Is it going to be worth anything? Probably not. Am I going to have fun doing it? And my wife and I are going to do it? Yeah. Uh, do I have any right to do it? I don't know. Yeah, who cares, right? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> the barrier is whether or not you want to try it. Yeah, t- totally. I, so I, I it's just, it's just give it a shot. Yeah. Really give it a shot. And I think you'd be surprised at least how much fun you have by trying something new. So I hope that uh, is kind of motivational. Uh, please subscribe below underneath me. And let us know what you think, right? Because honestly, we're doing this because we want to have fun. Um, but it'd also be nice to have fun with other people. So come have fun with us. Come play. Do we need friends? Is that it? What, I am looking for a replacement friend. Members of the friends? Okay. Do we want the guy, David Swimmer? The channel is open to a name change. Okay. Okay. So a bearded Dave's? Is that what the not, new channel is? Not bearded at Dave's. Bearded Dave's. <laughs> if you are a Dave and you have a beard, if your beard is worse than mine, give me a call. Yeah. Totally. Happy to have you. All right. So subscribe, comment below. I don't know. Uh, message us. We I think we have an email. I can't remember what it is right yep. now. I think it's general at beerswithdaves.com. What a horrible ne- general? Yeah. What do you mean? Because you're in the military and you're a general? No, it's because like the general inbox. I got weak. Co- so comment good. below and uh, stay classy, everybody. Yes, we'll catch you in the next episode. Cheers. Beers with Dave.